Well, good morning, good morning, and good morning, boys and girls, citizens of all ages. Welcome into the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7, the part of the show where we go in on what's trending and what's happening for the day. Today is Tuesday, January 2nd, 2024, the first show of 2024. Had the day off yesterday, obviously, because of New Year's Day. Hope you had the day off yesterday, too. Maybe you have the day off today, took that extra day. But nonetheless, a new year. And do you have any New Year's resolutions? Is that something that you were doing? Is that something that you still do? And that's our question of the day. And we got a new sponsor for question of the day, All Terrain Audio. We unveil our question of the day about 7.15 each and every weekday morning. And the question of the day today is, do you have a New Year's resolution? And, and, and I really don't. I'm going I'm to tr try to get back on a little health kick. I, I would really like to find some time to work out a little bit, to be honest with you. And, and maybe I'll do that. But I was reading this story today, and they were talking about New Year's resolutions, and that, that's what made me ask this question. 55% of Americans believe it's time to ditch New Year's resolutions. And over half of those surveyed admit they wind up giving up on their resolutions by March. So maybe a month or two. And 5% of Americans stick to them for the full year. Now, to me, you, you shouldn't have to wait until January 1 for any resolution. You want to do something better in your life? Go ahead and do it. No matter if it's January 1, November 1, March 15th, July 22nd, dude, just do it. Tyler says on the Facebook Live, love you, Phil Collins poster under the American flag. Yeah. <laughs> my, my avatar is Phil Collins. That's what I call it. It gave me a, a, a five head, probably a six head, my, my avatar. And I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I guess it was my, the angle of, of the selfie that I took to make a Facebook avatar, and it came out looking like, Phil Collins. So that's that's what I call it. And I, I printed it out and I have it here inside the studio with me. Which, by the way, if you want to watch along and not listen along, we have live video on our Planet Radio 106.7 Facebook page. We also have uh, live video on my Chris Logan Facebook page. I think I got it on X. We got it on, I don't think I have it on Instagram this morning, but but I need to. <laughs> Andre says in the Facebook live chat, what's, the, what's in that bottle in the back? Well, that is a bottle of rare stash bourbon. And then I also have a bottle of Blanton's on my shelf here. Uh, and that's just here inside the studio. And wait, if it gets stressed out, I could take me a little swig of that. But then I, I got some other bottles inside my office. <laughs> Tyler says, Facebook did you dirty. Yes, they did, my friend. Yes, they did. Hey, I got just, um, I mean, look, am, am, am I going thinner on the top? Absolutely. Absolutely. We, we've discussed that before. I, I am. I'm thinning on the top. I got the little monk kind of going on, on the top right there. But am I full Phil Collins yet? Absolutely not. I don't, I mean, I, 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 I kind of got a big forehead because it. I am losing some hair. But, I mean, I don't have the full seven head. I mean, I really don't. I think I still have a forehead. <laughs> and I don't have the little mullet in the back either. But yeah, that's my uh, that's my avatar. What are we going to talk about this morning inside the Power Hour? January's di divorce month. Are you doing a dry January? Going to talk a little bit of football with the college football playoffs? Hey boy, the Saints look like they should have looked all year long. They look great against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, a team that was uh, sort of rising. They were rising to the top a little bit. They were first in the NFC South. They started to play some good football. And the Saints made them look bad on Sunday. I mean, I'll take that win. I didn't think the Saints were going to win. And can, are, are we still in the hunt for the playoffs? Yep. Should we be in the playoffs? I, I don't think so. Never know, though. Well, so you got, we're going to talk a little Powerball. And, and if you won the Powerball, would you, would you share it with anyone? Or if you won the lottery, you won a big jackpot, would you share it with anyone? ESPN also apologizing. They were in New Orleans for the Sugar Bowl. 
dude. And it's officially Mardi Gras season, man. They show this lady. She had, she flashed the camera. <laughs> and uh, someone didn't cut away on ESPN. The Epstein list comes out. Is that today or is it at some point this week? And also, this is one of the top headlines today. Did you see this? A Japan Airlines passenger plane burst into flames. Green Day, they were trending after their New Year's Eve performance. Got an uh-uh story. Dude, this North Carolina pastor arrested after police say he tried to push his wife's co-worker into a McDonald's deep fryer. You think my ball was mad or what? I'm going to fry you all. <laughs> I'm going to throw you in the McDonald's fryer, girl. What you told my wife? About to have some fried fingers up in his mug. But yeah, he was uh, he was arrested. And also got a reading from the book of random that has to do with uh, Guinness Book of World Records. <laughs> got to say thank you to Mandez's Seafood Bar and Grill, the official restaurant of the morning show on Ducey and Lafayette, on Chimamettery in Youngsville, online at mandezesgrill.com. Also, thank you to Cajun Coatings. Maybe 2024, you got a new vehicle on your mind. Got to take it to Kyle. You got to let him get your new vehicle coated. Or he can do some paint correction on your old vehicle and have him looking like a new vehicle again. 337-349-0542. Also got to say thank you to the official tire shop of the morning show. That is Acadiana Tire. 214 West Canal Street in Church Point. AcadianaTire.com. If your tires are getting slick, go and see Big Hick. And more than just tires, too, uh, oil changes, you know, the standard brake job, little mechanic work, inspections, they got it for you. And also our new sponsor of the morning show, and that's Bead Busters and Float Rentals and Beads Galore and More in Youngsville and Scott, home of the Bead King. The official Mardi Gras store of the morning show. So if you're looking for all the Mardi Gras stuff you need, whether it's beads or trinkets or throws or all that, go see the Bead King. And I think he does. I think he. I think he still puts tomatoes in his gumbo. <laughs> or that's or that's his running gag. But gotta say thanks to Craig, the, the Bead King. Oh, if you look on my my shelf too, people asking me about my shelf. What's on my shelf? Uh, my big head's kind of hiding it, but I got a bobblehead from last year, which it, it's the Bead King. He was giving those out. Also have a picture of John Travolta and Mickey Gilly from Urban Cowboy. Yeah, here we go. A little something you can see if you're watching this morning. And look, and I was thinking about changing up the, the look for the new year uh, inside the Chris Logan Media Studio, and I still have that idea. I'm, I'm just not sure yet exactly what I'm going to do. But we're, we're going to freshen it up. I won't be in, in my little corner. Right? People who come by the studio is like, so you do the show in that little corner? I'm like, yeah, it looks different on camera. I'm like, yeah, it does, huh? But it's 811 Power Hour on Planet Radio 106.7. Question of the day, do you have a New Year resolution? Did you, did you decide to do one? Most people say, time to get rid of that. Mark says he's not listening to Green Day. <laughs> uh... Tyler says, not to care so much of what other people think of me. There you go. Live my life the way I want to live it. And that question of the day, we unveil it every weekday morning at 7.15. And it is brought to you by All Terrain Audio. Let's see if we can go. Um, Tiffany says, New Year, same me. Uh, JC says, pray more, work out more, be a better citizen of Planet Radio. Thank you so much, JC. And then Carl says, nope. <laughs> but also, are you doing dry January? This is a thing. You know, like, what is it? No shave November? Dry January challenges people to think about their relationship with alcohol for the month. It's also a month to experience the benefits of quitting drinking firsthand. Based on research, a month off alcohol can lead to higher energy levels, more financial savings, right? You save some money if you're not getting that, that, that 24 in the paper bag on the way back from work every day. But do the 24, they're, they're, they're not very expensive. 
maybe getting that deuce deuce or something after after work because you put in, you know, a good 8, 10, 12-hour day. But it adds up. It's kind of like coffee. It adds up every day. And also, if you give up alcohol, you'll see, according to this, noticeable improvements in hair and skin. And I'm not, I'm, I'm not that big on alcohol. I mean, I'll, I'll have a, you know, a couple of glasses of bourbon every once in a while. I, I kind of got off the beer thing. Like, I don't do a daiquiri or a margarita. I really don't. And, and the reason why, it's not that I'm too bougie for it. I, I, I don't know what it is in a daiquiri or a margarita. Like, the sweetness in it gives me heartburn really, really bad. And I, I had to get off of those sweet drinks, man. But are you doing a dry January? If you are, good luck. Push through. Also, in the news world, in the TV world, and Tyler says, get that 40 ball, get that old English, bro. But uh, two familiar faces used to be on the news, on KATC. They moved. That, that what was that two, three months ago? That officially happened? Marcel Fontenot, Jim Hummel. Now at News 15, and you can catch them starting today. They're doing 5, 6, and 10. So it's going to be awesome to see Marcel and Jim on TV again. I, I think that's going to give a little lift to KADN. I, I really do. You know, I mean, how, how many people, you know, I mean, do you sit down and watch the news still? You know, do you, do you sit down and watch that? And do you, you pop up your uh, your recliner? Make mama bring you a plate of rice and gravy, right? Good glass of milk. And uh and, and you eat supper and watch the news, man. They used to, it used to be what happens back in the day. <laughs> uh but yeah, that's tonight. News 15, 5, 6, and 10. Also, the Powerball. We talked last week a little bit about the Powerball because it was growing. And a single $842.4 million Powerball ticket was sold in, not California, like the last few times, Michigan this time. And it was the fifth largest jackpot in the game's history. Numbers 12, 21, 42, 44, 49, the Powerball was one. $842.4 million. Pretty good little lick, huh? Also, two tickets from Florida and Texas won $2 million apiece. Four tickets sold in California, Connecticut, Florida, and Maryland won $1 million. 42 tickets won $50,000, and seven tickets won $150,000. Jackpot has a cash value of $425.2. And after the government reaches in a little bit, you probably got a cash value of 200 and something million. Unless you find a clever way not to give it to the government. You know, but they, I mean, damn taxes, dude. They're going to tax you, right? And then they're going to tax you. They're going to take money out your little check. And when you go to the store to get that, that deuce deuce after, after work, huh? And maybe that you know, pack of cigarettes. Then you, you get hit with the tax right there, dude. When your wife goes to the store to get everything to make the rice and gravy for tonight, she's gonna hit. We she's gonna get hit with the tax again. We can't run from it. <laughs> pay, pay your fair share, man, or you try like hell not to pay your fair share. That's what I do. Fair share, dude. Get out of my face. <laughs> what else we got this morning? Oh, I saw this. If if you won. If you won the lottery, if you won a large jackpot, would you share it with anyone? I saw this today. A Virginia man, he gave half of his $230,000 lottery jackpot to his brother. So he won two hundred thirty grand, and he split it with his brother. That's a nice dude, huh? Tim Conwell of Cedar Bluff, he told the Virginia lottery officials he bought his cash five with easy match from the Virginia Hillbilly Market on Stony Ridge Road in Cedar Bluff. Dude, I am going, I'm going to take a little vacation, dude. I'd like to go shop at the Virginia Hillbilly Market. That sounds like a pretty cool place to be.
So he matched. So this guy, his numbers matched a combination of birthdays and other important family dates matched the drawing back on December 18th. Now, if, if you do play the lottery, is that how you play it when you pick those numbers? Like, oh, you know, I'm going with my little boy's birthday. That's on the, um, that's on the second. Uh, you know, then it's my old lady's birthday on the 18th. You know, my mama's birthday is on the 20th. My birthday is on the 5th. You know, how you decide that big Powerball. Maybe you decide, like, your birthday. My birthday is on the 20th, man. That's always my, my big Powerball number. And give me that three-time multiplier and that pack of Marlboro Reds, please. Thank you. Give me a scratch off while you're at it too, baby. But this dude said, I, I couldn't wait for my brother to wake up to tell him. Dude, you win 230 grand. You split it with somebody. You don't wait for them to wake up, dude. You call them. Hey, dog, we won. I mean, somebody's splitting some with me, and, and we win, and you find out we win at 2 in the morning, I better get a phone call. Now, Conwell said he and his brother Steve, they have an ongoing agreement about lottery games. They always say when they play that if one of us wins, they'll split it. And the brother he made good on that deal. He won $230,000, and he's going to split it with his brother. How cool is that? Could you do it? Also, ESPN apologizing, too. They showed a clip of a woman flashing her breast during the Sugar Bowl. It's Mardi Gras season, dog. What do you, what, did, did, did this little intern not know when he had the camera down Bourbon Street? <laughs> But it's a clip of people wandering on Bourbon Street and showed a woman pulling down her top or pulling up her top, and uh, she exposed the girls. It was aired coming out of a commercial during the second half of the Washington-Texas game. And it says here she pulled down her top to expose her breasts. Now, it looked like it was only one of them. She only showed one. She probably had a drink in the other hand, right? So she couldn't do both. ESP, ESPN's Bill Hoffmeyer said in a statement to the Associated Press, quote, we regret that this happened and apologize that the video aired in the telecast. Y'all lying, dude. Uh, I need to talk a little bit about the Huskies at the other. Yeah, so, I mean, that was really it. I, I didn't see it, uh, and I, I didn't see a video this morning. I'm sure it's going to show up on my Facebook feed or my TikTok feed or, or my Instagram feed, something like that. But I, I, I didn't see it yet. And then as for uh, college football, number one, Michigan will face number two, Washington, in the college football national championship on Monday. Starts at 6.30 Central Time on ESPN. So Michigan beat Alabama 27-20 in overtime. That was a pretty big win for Michigan. And I, I questioned the call of, you know, but they wanted to put it in Milrose's hand in, in overtime, and that really didn't happen. The snap wasn't too good either. But nonetheless, Michigan won. I watched that entire game. It, it, it was pretty good. And I didn't watch all of Washington and Texas. Watched a little bit of the beginning, but then I, I fell asleep after that. That game also came down to a wire, or down to the wire. 37-30, Washington beats Texas. And Michael Penix Jr. threw for 430 yards and two touchdowns, and he completed 76% of his passes. So who's who's going to go first? Teams looking for a quarterback in the draft coming up. Who's going to go first in the NFL draft? And real quick, before we take a break, did you know that January is divorce month? The basic idea is that couples push to end their marriages in the days that immediately follow the new year. Once the holidays are all over, people decide it's time to move on. The data points to two periods during a marriage when divorces are most common. 
That's between years one and two and between years five and eight. But I, I didn't know that. That could be a bruh. You knew that this morning here inside of the Power Hour. So we're coming back with the second half of the Power Hour in just a bit. Going to take a quick two-minute break. Then we're coming back with the Epstein list. Who's on the Epstein list? And what about the hourglass figure? You know, that's what a lot of people say, what, what, a, what a woman should look like. I mean, come on. But is, but is that still a thing? Also, this was one of the top headlines today, the Japan Airlines passenger plane that burst into flames. Steamboat Willie now in public domain. Did you see that? Green Day's performance. They changed the words to one of their songs at the New Year's Eve celebration. Or was it on, was it on uh, ABC, was it? Got an uh-uh story. This one, dude. North Carolina pastor arrested after police say he tried to push his wife's co-worker into a McDonald's deep fryer. I'm about to fry you, you know what? <laughs> In the name of Jesus. <laughs> All right, look, we're, we're going to take a break, and then we're, uh, we're coming back. The second half of the Power Hour, Planet Radio 106.7. Go nowhere. <laughs> So welcome back to the Power Hour and the morning show here on Planet Radio 106.7. Got to say thanks to our morning show sponsors. We have Mandessa Seafood Bar and Grill, Cajun Coatings, Acadiana Tire, and also now we have Bead Busters and Float Rentals and Beads Galore and More because two swords are better than one for the Bead King. Power Hour is part of the morning show where we go in on what's trending and what's happening for the day. Tuesday, January 2nd, officially the second day of the new year. Boy, this is another story that's trending. Court documents naming Jeffrey Epstein's associates will be unsealed this week. There, there's some videos going around, and look, do I believe everything that's on social media and TikTok? Nope. You got you to question a lot of it, but there's... Video supposedly of these flight logs that some people have. I'm not buying it just yet. But according to this, and, and this is from ABC7 Chicago, just one of the stories that came up in a Google search, obviously written by the mainstream media. So let's see what they say. Hundreds of sealed court filings pertaining to the late sex offender Jeffrey Epstein are said to be made public this week. Several prominent names, including Britain's Prince Andrew, and former President Bill Clinton are expected to appear in the documents. U.S. District Court Judge Loretta Preska ruled earlier this month that there was no legal justification for continuing to conceal the ex-president's name in more than 150 names that are mentioned as John and Jane Doe's in the records. Preska says, or, sorry, Prescott ordered the unsealing to begin after January 1st. So all that's going to be coming out. I, I, I guess this week, you know, I saw this story again from ABC7 Chicago. If you just Google it, a lot of stories will, will come up. And I, I scanned a few different websites you know, for the morning show and for the power hour. And I saw this one on the New York Post. And look, if you'd have said, hey, Chris Logan, yeah, I bet you President Trump's name comes up on that Epstein list. Yeah, I would have I, I would have bet that somehow, some way, his name is going to show up. I I I could just about I, I could just about guarantee it. I, I mean, I'm not saying it will or won't. But I, I saw a story from the New York Post, Jeffrey Epstein's old flight log showing trips by President Clinton and Trump resurface ahead of upcoming document dump. So this is previous to what they're looking at now. And I, I, I just knew at some point the mainstream media was going was gonna to put the Trump name in there somewhere with this. Yeah, I told you what a couple weeks ago when this, when this came out. You know, the picture shown on ABC News. I was watching ABC Nightly News. Why? I don't know. It was on. And while they were talking about the story, while they were talking about 
unveiling these names, the two pictures that they showed, one was just of Jeffrey Epstein. The other was Jeffrey Epstein, the picture with uh, former President Trump. And I'm like, wow, start, starting it already. But, you know, is, is, this, is this real, right? Okay, here comes a little bit of, um, here comes just a little bit of conspiracy. Like, is this going to be a real thing? Or is this a look over here, look over here, look over here, while something else is going on over there? I don't know. I'm interest, interested to see on how this is going to play out. Told you, man, 2024, buckle up. Buckle up. And go get you a bag of rice and, and uh, a couple cases of water just in case. Just in case you need to hold yourself over for a couple days. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, man, 2024, make it a great year. I am. I got plans to, but, but keep that seatbelt handy. Also, I saw this too, and, and you know, this was always, this, you know, the, what, what was it, 36, 24, 36, the measurements of a, of a woman. And dude, I mean, I, I never got into that. I mean, even uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot said that back in 1991 when he, when he wrote Baby Got Back. But, like, is, is that still desirable? According to this story from MedicineNet.com, it says an hourglass figure on a woman is considered to be the, the most desirable by men. <laughs> a measurement of 36 inches at the bust and hip and 24 inches at the waist is considered an ideal hourglass figure. The unfortunate reality is hourglass is the rarest body type with only an estimated 8% of women having this figure. That's what I was about to say. Dude, not, not many women anymore have that hourglass figure. And when did that come out, dude? That came out in the, what, 20s? Whenever they had, uh, you know, these uh, women, poor things, they had these petticoats on. Then they had, you know, the old version of Spanx. You know, not with the Spanx now that, that the ladies put on. They would, they would tie. They would tie on those spanks back in the day. I don't know what they were called. You know what I'm talking about. If you watch the movie Titanic, you know what I'm talking about because the mom is tying uh, Rose with one of those one of those old time spanks with the shoelaces. What do you, what do you, I don't know what you call that. I'd, I'd have to look it up. But the spanks from the 1920s. That's that that that's what gave women these this uh, hourglass figure. Because they were tied tight in the middle, dude. They might have been heavy on the top, and they were tied tight in the middle, and then they had a petticoat on, so they looked like an hourglass. Nobody wants that anymore, dude. Also, what about this? This is one of the top trending stories today. Did you see this? By the way, it's 832, 37 degrees sunshine, Planet Radio 106.7. But a Japan Airlines plane burst into flames after a collision at Tokyo's Haneda Airport and left five people dead. NHK reported all 379 passengers and crew ultimately escaped from the plane, but that five Coast Guard crew members on the other aircraft were killed. Story says from foxnews.com, a thick plume of black smoke rose over an air port runway in Japan on Tuesday after a Japanese aircraft collided with a Coast Guard aircraft and burst into flames. Dang, dude, this thing, uh, they got some video of it. I mean, and it, I mean, but, but with all the fuel, it's probably full on fuel. That thing was on fire. But sadly, five crew members were killed. On the Coast Guard plane, it says that the Coast Guard aircraft pilot escaped, but the five crew members were killed, according to the NHK. An official confirmed that a Bombardier-8 Coast Guard plane was involved in the collision. But if you Google that, you can see some of the video. You can see some of the pictures. You may have seen that in your, in your news feed today or if you watch the news. Also, a 7.6 magnitude earthquake struck the western coast of central Japan yesterday. Boy, Japan's getting a lot of bad news, huh? I see Tyler just mentioned that in the Facebook Live uh, comment section. 7.6 magnitude 
earthquake yesterday struck the western coast of central Japan, collapsing dozens of buildings and forcing thousands of residents to evacuate their homes. There was also a major tsunami warning. And it was the country's first since a devastating 2011 tsunami that killed 20,000 and also triggered a nuclear disaster. Remember that? Roughly 80 aftershocks hit the country throughout the day. And it was the biggest earthquake on record for Japan's Noto Peninsula, which sits northwest of Tokyo near a hotbed of seismic activity. Also, there was another earthquake in uh, around Los Angeles yesterday, too. You may have seen this. This is trending. Steamboat Willie is now in the public domain. We have seen Mickey Mouse is now in the public domain. It's not the Mickey Mouse that, that, that we know. And you may remember the Steamboat Willie Mickey. But this story says an early Walt Disney movie featuring the first appearance of Mickey Mouse is among the copy, copyrighted works from 1928 that's moving into the public domain on January 1, 2024, which was yesterday. And so it's kind of where Mickey started, but it's not the Mickey Mouse that is going on now. So you can you can use that. Now that he is in the public domain, people can reuse the Mickey Mouse from Steamboat Willie and not have to worry about any any copyrights. But the new versions of Mickey Mouse that is still under copyright what was it Winnie the Pooh a while back that hit the public domain and then they had that that creepy uh Pooh Bear horror movie probably gonna have a Mickey Mouse horror movie coming out soon if they don't have one yet they were just waiting for January 1 and waiting for the public domain to hit also saw this too uh Green Day when they were doing their New Year's Eve performance, uh, they changed up the lyrics in their song. They were part of Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest. And they were singing American Idiot. And the part where they say, I'm not part of the redneck agenda, they changed it to say, I'm not part of a MAGA agenda. And Elon Musk called out Green Day for changing their lyrics. He wrote on X yesterday that they were straying from its roots. He says Green Day goes from raging against the machine to milk toastedly raging for it with added emojis. Kind of like rage against the machine, dude. They were raging against the machine back in the day. They're not really raging against that same machine today. That machine has changed. But didn't wasn't Green Day one of the bands that said that if President Trump was in office, they would they would leave the United States? I'm not I'm not sure if they I think they may have been one of the bands to say that or not. But no one no one left. Or they do leave and they go to other countries. And the other countries got like tighter abortion laws and everything, and they, and they don't really realize that, right? Because they, they're 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 just being fed one thing. They don't they don't understand like everything else. Like there's there's way more to it, dog. Also got this uh uh-uh uh story, dude. This one this one here. I'm like, what what is going on? But here's a headline. Hey Trey, what's happening, man? Thanks for uh for watching. North Carolina pastor arrested after police say he tried to push his wife's co-worker into a McDonald's deep fryer. Dude. A workplace conflict allegedly ended in assault and the arrest of a high point North Carolina pastor, according to police records. A manager in training at a McDonald's complained to her husband on Thursday that employees were disrespecting her, according to a police report. So daddy said, oh, you know what? Y'all disrespecting my wife? I'm coming to y'all. 
And that's just what he did. Went to the, went to the McDonald's, went to her workplace. Decided to take matters into his own hands. Which I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not dogging it. I mean, you just got, I mean, you got to watch. You want to take matters into your own hands, okay? You just got to watch yourself, and you got to hide after the fact, you know, or, or you, or you got to take your lick. So, 57 year old Dwayne Waden, which he was the pastor, he allegedly pushed a cook's head toward the deep fryer and punched him in the face, according to a police report of the incident. Dude, that's like a, I don't know, dude. That's like a, a episode of Sopranos or like maybe something on Yellowstone, something like that. Several employees had to pull Pastor Wade off the victim. According to the report, he suffered a large contusion to the forehead and right eye along with scratches on his neck. I told y'all to leave my wife alone. She is your new manager. Prince says, forget fired, you're fried. <laughs> Officers were able to see footage from a surveillance video of the altercation. Waden, whose Facebook profile identifies him as a pastor of Elevated Life International Ministries and a semi-truck driver, so he drives a big rig, was arrested on a charge of assault, according to the police report, and released on a $1,000 bond. You try to tell my wife that you're not going to fry those fries? Let me show you how to fry those fries. Come here. Pop. Poof. What if he dropped the basket whenever he was about to put his head in there? The McDonald's local franchise confirmed to CBS News that the wife was no longer with the organization and said, quote, the safety and security of our employees and customers, that is our top priority. Hey, sometimes you got to take matters in your own hands, man. But definitely an uh-uh story today. I mean, was this cat, was this pastor a hitman or something like that, dude? He knew how to get to that guy. <laughs> Scott says the righteous, uh, righteous gemstones, dude. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And I'm, I'm, I'm speaking of that, dude. I'm, I'm back on a righteous gemstones kick. Uh, I, I still watch Sopranos a lot, and I've been back on a righteous gemstones kick. Been watching that to fall asleep at night. Even got me an Uncle Baby Billy t-shirt that I bought myself for Christmas. I can't say what it says because it got a little bad word on it, but I'm, I'm gonna, I'll try to wear it one day and, uh, and you can see it. But Uncle Baby Billy, one of my favorite characters on The Righteous Gemstones. If you like Danny McBride, you like Danny McBride comedies, and, and you haven't checked out The Righteous Gemstones, you got to. It's on HBO. How about a reading from the book of Random this morning, 843? Power Hour, Planet Radio 106.7. This is from UPI.com. And from time to time, we talk about these new uh, world records that are out, or people break world records. Check this out. An Australian man puts on 10 pair of underpants in 13.03 seconds. Congratulations to him. An Australian man said it took six months of training to break an unusual world record, the fastest time to put on 10 pairs of draws. 10 pairs of contours. Let me see. Let me see what these draws look like. What, what kind were they? So it looks like, I mean, he already had a, it looks like a pair of boxers on that he had. And looked like, uh, I mean, they were gray, but it kind of looked like some tidy whities that he was putting on. So he wasn't trying to put on boxers over boxers. That would have been a little tough. He just, he put on just some, uh, some tidy whities, but, but they were gray. Nicholas Manning of Brisbane says he always wanted to break a Guinness World Record. And he eventually settled on attempting the underpants title. That's what he was going for. Took him six months. To practice and develop and refine his technique. And he broke the record with a time of 13.03 seconds. Dude. 
We, we talked about this before. This was like months back. I forgot what we were talking about and that somebody had uh, somebody had, had broke some kind of record. And I'm like, dude, we got to find something. I got to find something to break. It was kind of like this cat. He wanted to find something to break. So he did draws. He did 10 pairs of draws in 13.3 seconds. I think I remember us uh, saying that, you know, maybe we'd find something radio-wise that I could break. That could be, be kind of cool. But definitely reading from the book of Random today. And look, if you're looking to drop some weight, you put on that, you put on that holiday tin, and it's time for that holiday tin to come off. Make sure you're not sitting around. I saw this. Sitting on your butt can make you fat, but what you do while sitting can help keep the extra weight off says watching TV is more likely to lead to obesity and diabetes than sewing, playing board games, reading, sitting at a desk, or driving. That's because watching TV is associated with a lower energy expenditure than other seated activities. Plus, people who watch TV tend to eat more snacks. So you can sit on your backside, but you just have to be doing something while you're, you're sitting on your backside. Because if you're not doing anything, you're watching TV, you got the nice little fudge round, right? You're doing that line of Oreos. You got that nice cold glass of milk. You're watching Jim and Marcel on the on News 15. You miss the five and six, so you watch the 10. You're not supposed to eat after eight, but your sweet tooth kicks in. And maybe still got that box of Christmas trees left over. You know, you crank the recliner up, dude. Get that cold glass of milk. Pop open that little Debbie, maybe that honey bun. And you're going to watch the nightly news. You just got to move while you're watching. That's, that's, that's what it says. If you're just going to sit down and watch and eat some snacks, that's where you're going to gain some weight. You got to sew, play some board games, read, or sit at a desk. I mean, look, but seriously, what's the difference if you're sitting down watching TV or sitting down reading a book is are, are turning the pages? That's gonna, that gives you a little workout more than just sitting down watching TV? Don't know. Oh, I, I wanted to mention this too. We mentioned this a little bit last week, and I wanted to mention it again this week. I, I, I'd love to get you on the radio. Like, I'd love for you to uh, call and say that you are once again a citizen of Planet Radio 106.7. So call our number, which this is a number, 337-227-0365. Got it, 337-227-0365. That's our number here. And it's going to hit a voicemail. And we want you to say, like, like, for instance, I'll just give you a little example. Hey, what's up? It's Chris Logan. And I'm once again a citizen of Planet Radio 106.7. There you go. That's all I want you to do. And then I'm going to take all that. I'm going to take all the recordings, and we're going to put them on the air. I'm going to make a little sweeper in between the songs with that. Like, hey, boy, that's, that's Tim, bro. I'm, um, I'm a citizen of Planet Radio 106.7. I'm going to take that. Hey, it's Karen. Love listening to Planet Radio 106.7. I'm a citizen again. There you go. I mean, you, you, can, you can get creative as long as you say, I'm a citizen in Planet Radio 106.7. You know, and if you want to be on the radio, I mean, you're going to have to keep it clean. If you want to be funny, I, I would appreciate that. I, I like funny things. Then, like listening to a funny voicemail. <laughs> but the number again, 337-227-0365. And then also as well, coming up this Saturday, boy, and I, ho I hope the weather leaves us alone. But we had Hot Rods and Heroes 2, which we were going to do it. We officially had it for Veterans Day weekend. And raising money for American Legion Post 225 and VFW Post 9903. And last year, we teamed up with Cajun Coatings. And we did Hot Rods and Heroes. We did it at Motor City. This year, we just had a little change of scenery. Probably going to change the scenery every year for this car show. And last year, when we did it, it was just a little cruise in. And we had tons of vehicles and cars and trucks and motorcycles that showed up. Weather was great. Hey, boy, we were hoping for the same because, what, it hadn't rained in, in months. And it decided to rain on Veterans Day weekend. 
So we had to postpone it. And I got with Kyle over at Cajun Coatings. He said, man, let's just try for the first weekend of, of January. And so it's coming up this Saturday from 9 to 1, Church Point Central Park. If you want to pre-register, you can. You don't have to, but you can at listentotheplanet.com. Had a couple people ask me, hey, if I register the first time, do I need to register again? And I said, no, we, we still have your registration from the first time. But weather's not looking too good. There's some, there's some rain in the forecast for late Friday, maybe a little bit on Saturday, and, and that's been kind of changing since the weekend. So uh, I, I hope that we still get to pull this off and the weather doesn't mess us up again. And if it does, we might have to push it back until springtime. You know, we really wanted to do it. We had some awards, you know, that, that said 2023 on them. And uh, we're trying to get it done as soon as possible. And then, you know, Church Point at Central Park, they did a Christmas display. They normally do a Christmas display. Um, this is, I think, maybe the, the second year that they do it at, at the new Central Park. And so we couldn't do it during uh, Christmas time. And after Veterans Day weekend and around Thanksgiving, that's when they started decorating. So we had to push it back. But hopefully... Hey, if you pray to little baby Jesus, man, tell him just to hold off on the rain on Saturday. Would appreciate that. But that's 9 until 1 over at Church Point Central Park, downtown Church Point, right in the middle of, of town on Main Street. Can't miss it. All brought to you by Planet Radio, Cajun Coatings. Also, thanks to Acadiana Gearheads and Carson Coffee Lafayette, plus our other sponsors, EWS Tire Sales and Service, Motor City, Liberty Refrigera uh, Refrigeration, and HVAC. Also, Summit Shores Rentals, HS Machine, Graphics Plus, and Dead Pedal Coffee. Across our fingers, knock on wood, it's going to stay dry for Saturday. What else we got this morning? Dude, I think we got to everything today. Oh, this was another story that I saw, and I'll put it a little further down. But you may remember this. This was, boy, was it early last year? When there was a local artist that created a mascot, hoping to be UL's next mascot, Albino Al Boudreau, which was the Albino Alligator. And there's, there's, he's still trying, the artist is, to get UL to accept that to be their, their latest mascot. So he's moving into phase two with his character and with, with his mascot. But if you go to KLFY.com, you're going to see more of that, of that story and what Mr. St. Edward is trying to do. And, you know, Cajun's been, they've been going through a few different mascots over the years. What, it was the bulldog, then it was that little Cajun man with the big hat, but not like a real Cajun man. I mean, but if you, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. And then what? And then the pepper... Which I, I thought the pepper was kind of cool. They had the mascot running around in the pepper suit. Uh, but now, Al, wait, what is it? Yeah, Albino, A-L-B-I-N-E-A-U-X, Albino Al Boudreaux is entering the next phase in his campaign to be the next Raging Cajuns mascot. And also work still continues. Uh, speaking of the Raging Cajuns over at Cajun Field, can't wait to see the new Cajun field. The upper deck and the press box area torn down. And that's going to be consolidated, not as high, and just brought down a little bit. Now, Our, Our Lady of Lourdes field. But it's going to look very cool, very new, very contemporary, and somewhat match what the baseball and softball park look like, too, and just tying in the whole athletic complex together. And then hopefully some support going into the next season. But I think they said they'd have it totally finished by the 2025 season. Oh, and then Luke says, Daiquiri Divas versus Rain. Yeah, I saw that on, was that New Year's Eve? Saw that on New Year's Eve. They, they went viral. Daiquiri Divas. Because I, I, I guess in Rain, you cannot sell liquor on Sunday. I, I think that's how that started. Or that's some of the, the laws that were in place. And I guess there were no exemptions or exceptions or anything that was voted in for New Year's Eve. 
And so Daiquiri Divas got a little creative and said, okay, uh, we're going to cook some black eyed peas. And if you come and buy some black eyed peas, we're going to give you a daiquiri for free. <laughs> Dude, that was, that was kind of cool. I mean, look, sometimes you got to get, you got to get creative. But I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. And I shared the post. Because uh, obviously, I mean, look, I'm, I'm going to show support to a, uh, a local business. But, you know, I'm not sure exactly, you know, how it all went down. You know, where were they asked to do some kind of exemption since New Year's Eve was on a Sunday and, and you know, they said no or, or, or I, 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 I don't know, you know, exactly what happened, but I know they went viral. And, dude, I don't know if the picture of the black eyed peas that they had on their post was the one that they cooked, but it looked so good. And I like me some black eyed peas. I had some yesterday. I like mine a little mushy. I like to I like to cook them for a while with some bacon, season them real well, maybe a few onions in there. But the picture that they had on the Daiquiri Divas Facebook page, those black eyed peas look good. Now, and I, I said I wasn't really a big daiquiri drinker. I, I I don't know what it is if I'm getting old. I mean, I am. But um I don't know, like the, the sweetness to some of those drinks now, whether it's a mixed drink, margarita, daiquiri, gives me heartburn, dude. <laughs> and I don't, I, I don't like that. I see the, uh, the bougie man commented tomorrow, going to have a special guest here inside the studio. Bougie man bourgeois is going to come hang out. And we're going to talk about bougie baloney. You may have heard me talk about bougie baloney. Now he's expanding a little bit. And he's expanding into some stores. And you're going to start seeing them on shelves. So we're going to talk about that tomorrow. And I think he's bringing some bushy baloney too. We might cook some here at the Chris Logan Media Studio. Going to be good, dude. Why not ring in 2024 with some bushy baloney? 100% butthole free. Why would you want to eat baloney? That got butthole and snouts and ears and stuff like that. And you didn't want that, dude. You want bougie baloney in 2024. Hashtag bougie baloney. New year resolution. Eat more bougie baloney. But that is coming up tomorrow. So look, we're going to get into the final hour of the morning show coming up. We're going to get back to more 90s and 2000s rock. Chili Peppers, Kid Rock. What else we got coming up? Incubus. Going to do some Bush. You're going to do Queens of the Stone Age. The Used. And we got the latest from Blue October called Down Here Waiting. That is coming up. Next hour, right here, Planet Radio 106.7. Go nowhere.